Welcome to a mouthpiece special. We are straight off the box of seven. I'm joined by Will Perry, Zach Chelly, and Rhymes, and Paulie Malinaji. Zach, two fights on a night. You seem to breathe them both. What, what, what do you make of the night? Well, I was really happy to get two wins, especially after my last controversial fight. Um, yeah, two wins. I, I did say my 4 a.m. runs are harder, and they are harder. I sweat a lot more, and I, my heart races a lot more, but yeah. <laughs> you said you wanted those two KOs, and we were watching you, weren't we, Dan? We were up in the, on the mezzanine. Last 30 seconds of that first fight, you were going for it, weren't you? You yeah, could smell it. Yeah, I was trying to go for it, but um, uh, from my amateur experience, uh, from GB finals, once I had to fight twice in the same day, and I noticed it's better to not give it all the first one and go for it for the second one. So, yeah, that's what I did. Paulie, what, like, we, uh, he's not going to blow his own trumpet. I mean, this guy, this guy's that was him saving his energy in the first fight. <laughs> Man, because I was actually... Too. Yeah, 22. But you know what's funny? I was, I was saying in the first fight when you were doing it, I was like, I don't know if he's you know, making it harder on himself by trying so hard for the KO, and then he doesn't get it, he's going to burn himself out. But now he's sitting here telling me he didn't even go hard in the first fight. He's saving his energy. <laughs> if that's what's saving your energy, I'd hate to see see what, the, what you're going full throttle is. Yeah, I'm used to doing 10-round fights, so... Um, and at home, I was actually training harder for a 10-round fight. My dad was making me train like 20 rounds on a bag, on a heavy bag, non-stop punching. Mm -hmm. So I was ready for that. I was ready for Would that. have been a decent 10-round fight, oh. that Gigit fight, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gigit wasn't going to last much longer. <laughs> Give me another two rounds or one round. That, that <laughs> I was, was waiting for you to say that. Which fight did you find more difficult in terms of like, style-wise? Um, the first fight, he was just, he just made it more difficult to catch more clean. But the second guy, I believe, was more stronger, a lot stronger and a lot tougher. But um, I was a bit more calm for that one, and it, it just came naturally to knock out. Also, when a guy comes to win, it's easier to find mm -hmm. him. You know, Girgiv did. I don't think came to win. I think no. he realized right away once he saw the couple first punches you threw, he's like, "All right, this is not going to be my night." Mm -hmm. So he kind of started trying to survive. But uh, McGoldrick, you know, we saw from the first fight, you know, he, he came to win. So mm -hmm. got him to the finals. Now you're yeah. not going to show up to survive the final. You're going to come to win. So don't want to get it's easier to, to find, but it's easy, <laughs> but it's easier to find you when you come to win. It's easier to find you. But I saw this guy. You've been spitting the hotel with him and in the bubble. But you know, I saw you for the first time in the flesh tonight. And he walked in here with a smile. You walked in here with a swagger. And there's there's a calmness about you even now. There's something, isn't there, which I yeah. find unbelievable for 22. Did you, I mean, did you have that at 22? Um, I think you have that youthful enthusiasm that I call it when you're 22. You know, you feel like you can conquer the world. You feel like um, when you put the work in in the gym, you, that nothing can stop you. You know, because you're putting all the work in and you have this fire inside you that you want to build a name for yourself. You know, I think that that's part of being 22 years old, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's gonna that's gonna be what drives you. That kind of passion is gonna be what drives you. So, yeah, I see that in him, but I, and I think different youngsters have it at, at different levels. I think he has a lot of it. You know, so you can tell he clearly loves what he's doing. It's weird when I saw um, Gergiev in the hotel. There was something about his demeanor at the weigh-in when he kind of just first found out that he was going to be fighting. Mm. That said, that he had a look in his eye that said, "This is what he's been, he's been waiting for, almost banking on." And I thought to myself, "Oh, is there an upset?" Like it just seemed. He's you see, him. like you know, like you hear these stories, yeah. you know, of, of boxers that have been given last-minute opportunities, but because they were ready, they've just kind of exploded onto the scene. Mm. Um, even like Terence Crawford done it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his, he wasn't supposed to break through the way he did. But you said but to me on air, you said, anyone called Vladimir, you got to be careful. Not to, and not he wasn't a boxer, he could be in taken five, couldn't he, with Liam Neeson yeah. or something? Literally on the day, um, I didn't even know I was fighting him. I came downstairs for the way and he told me, by the way, Zach, you passed COVID test, come downstairs. I was like, oh goodness, I'm 200 uh, grams over. Did a quick skip for 10 minutes. <laughs> came downstairs um, and I was like, oh, where's Ben? And I just see this um, Bulgarian guy coming towards me, all happy, like he's fighting me. I was like, what was this? <laughs> I went upstairs, did my research and I saw that he's, he likes to attack. He likes to always come forward and always have the centre. Give him a jab, first round, he stayed away. So I was like, okay. 
<laughs> what do you do in terms? That's interesting. In terms of research, and how much? Because I know your dad obviously is, is big and pushing your corner, yeah. former pro boxer as well. But what, what do you do? I know when you were going to fight Ben Rides, you, mm. you basically said, "Look, mate, I've watched your YouTube stuff, and I was laughing at it." Yeah, I mean, I watch him on YouTube. Um, he was struggling. You're with a real journey, student man. in that sense. You'll, you'll go yeah. back and spend hours yeah. on YouTube. Yeah? If I see someone struggling with journeyman who they're meant to be easily and losing rounds with them, I'm thinking, okay, they're not my level. Mm. I've trained a lot hard. I, I stopped journeyman, so they're, they're the same level as journeyman. How much guy. of a how much of a look do you have though? Is it like five minutes and you're like, I'm done here? <laughs> Literally, like, I watched the first round. I watched the last round. I'm like, yeah, that's it. I don't need to watch no more. Wow. I mean, look, this this is huge for you in the sense that you know, obviously, boxer are now going to be your promoters and they're going to they're going to sign you up and and the future is so bright as we said on air with Buncey as well um what do you want from boxer i just wanted to give him titles really um any title i mean i've done a southern era last year i was meant to fight for english this year but corona came in the way and my last opponent or the one before this <laughs> this tournament he was a middleweight english champion and i believe i beat him easily so I believe I'm above English level now. So that was the draw against mm, Jack Cullen, Jack Cullen yeah. Yeah. match for match room. Yeah, I believe I'm above levels above that now. Um, so you wouldn't fight him again? If it's for a British title, yes, of course, I love to fight him. I know he's fighting on a Saturday against John Doherty, who's also a former Team GB uh, teammate of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever wins, I'll fight them. But of course, mm-hmm. I want a title now. I've been too many fights without a title, so I want a title. It must be exciting, though, because like, we were talking, guys, weren't we, about Shakan Pitters, who's obviously won a, a British title and came through boxer. Mm-hmm. Derek Asazi, we were hoping to see tonight. You know, uh, these guys are on the ladder to that, and uh, I, I just think that Ben and Baz would have been sat there thinking, you know, it would have been, obviously, you know, great, the story of, of Mike McGoldrick as well, but you being 22, and I keep banging on about your age, but just because there's so much mileage left on this clock of, of where they can take you, it's so exciting, Paul, isn't it, Baz? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and you've got a fighter who, again, I, I keep bringing up the, the the love that he has for what he's doing. Nobody gets up at four o'clock in the morning every morning <laughs> and runs for an hour consistently. No one has a dad like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, but it's but it's you know the fact that he you can tell he's still doing it with that smile. I'm sure it's not easy to get up at four o'clock in the yeah. morning, but I'm sure he's still doing it with that with that drive. You know, with that yes, his father pushes him. Yes, his father. How much does he get push? Tell us about your dad. Go on. How much does he push? Tell you? What time to sleep, when to eat, how to eat, uh, what time to get home. I love you going into shell now because he's in the corner. What? <laughs> well, here's the thing: when you're 22, not everybody will listen. The fact that he listens, yeah, so the discipline that. and the passion that he has for this. When did that start? When you came out the womb? Yeah, literally. Uh, but, but of course, now once I turned pro, as an amateur, it was a bit of a struggle to get me to do it. But then once I turned pro, I saw the potential I had and where I can go. And I wanted myself. I do wake up myself four o'clock in the morning. I push myself. My dad doesn't come with me on the runs. I go my I go. I go. <laughs> Sometimes he does actually, um, but he doesn't come with me, and I push myself. I make sure I'm doing the runs hard because it's the point of waking up and not running. If you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I push myself and prove today. It this is like a rocky off. scene. I can it see is. your dad driving behind you in the yeah. car. He's yeah. falling over. <laughs> when I was at primary school, my dad used to always come up with a bike, and I used to run home every day. My friends used to go, "Oh, good bike, like this." It's good. It's a familiar story, though. You know, every every time you hear of a boxer that has a dad that is in their corner and pushes them to be as good as they can be. They yeah. end up being, you know, you look at the Mayweathers, you know, he had the same thing. You Joe look Kazagi. at uh, Karzaghi. Um, I feel like this generation has that even more. Yeah. I feel, like in, the, I feel like in the past, they used to fight with their dads. Yeah. So like Roy Jones and all guys like Sugar Shane Mosley broke off from him. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like this generation is the father-son bonds are really working well, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know like Danny Garcia and Angel Garcia. You have uh, the Porters. Lopez. Have the Lopez, yes, yes that's a know, big one. Mayweather, obviously, we saw you know, it was it was hot and cold, but nonetheless, family family business the whole time, you know. Yeah. So. See, I mean, you're eight one, and then that one draw, yeah. which was against Cody Davis, yeah. the Welshman. But you were a light heavy then. Would you yeah. go up to light heavy again? 
I believe Superman weight is my weight. That in fact was on the day of that light heavyweight fight, I was actually seventy-seven kilos, which was lighter than I weighed in for this fight. So, wow. oh. yeah, I was a middleweight, and he he looked like he was eighty-six kilo. Like he built up to a cruiserweight, even though I did drop him round two. It was. I do believe I won that fight, but um, he had Joe Zaghi in his corner, and you know politics and boxing. So it was that way. Yeah. Do you think your your grow? You know, twenty-two years old. You're a big, you're a big guy. You've got a big frame, and you're chiseled. Do you not feel like you'll grow? You'll have yeah, to grow into like. Sorry, you pulled out from this fight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. said pulled out of this fight. I heard Cody Davis pulled out from this fight. It was meant to be in it, but I heard he pulled out because oh. he knows if it's three rounds, I would beat him. I dropped him on two. But um, yeah, uh, do I believe I get bigger? Actually, there's a video of me sparring George Groves, and after George Groves, my dad asks him to say something, and he says, "Oh, he's going to be a future super. Oh, he's going to be a future light heavyweight champion." You didn't want to say yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. Superman but I mean, you know, obviously boxers are kind of new to the promotion side of things. Mm. Um, do, do you have you had chats with people like Shakan and, and, and Derek and so on and kind of what they're, they're doing? You know? oh, yeah, I spoke to Shakan, yeah. He was on this, actually the same fight as, as me and the other card of the Cody Davis fight with me. And he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he believed he beat Derek Spellman on that night as well Yeah. Uh, for the English title. He's a nice guy. I mean, they're all really nice guys. The boxers are pretty nice, nice people. Um, just in the ring. But it's a, it is a great platform because look, you didn't need to be here tonight, mm. did you? That's the whole point of thing, reminding everyone that you, you didn't need to come through this route. It was a risk in that sense, and maybe not in your head because you were so confident of winning it, but it was a risk you didn't need to take. You would have got a title fight. You didn't have to come in. Yeah, true. I could have got a title fight, didn't need this, but um, the opportunity came first. Actually, after my last fight, Eddie Hearn did message me and he said, Zach, listen, I believe you won. I would like to give you a fight, a rematch in November or a, a different fight. I said, thank you very much. But then the next week, boxer called me and I said, you know what, first come, first serve. Wow. Well, I, I, thought thought you, I thought you were about to say Eddie Hearn wanted to sign you. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's the choice, boxer Eddie Hearn, where do you go with that one? I mean, it, it, I, I don't know about you guys, but I just I just think he's, he's got everything. You know, when you build when you build a boxer, and we had this feature over the summer when we were, we did one with you, Paul, he's on you building your, your ideal boxer. If you're building someone at this sort of age, he's got all the attributes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know what even more than anything I think a lot of fighters have talent a lot of fighters are just you know and, and just have natural mm. athletic stuff that they're able to just get in a ring and kind of make things happen but the ones that want to outwork you as well as having more talent mm. I think that's when you really start to see you know when they push on and go towards you know European and world level I feel like being better than someone is good, but it doesn't always win you the fight. Yeah. When you're better than someone and you outwork them and you want to outdog them and do all of that, that's, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's and a that, nightmare. that's what's great yeah. tonight, Paul, is he's done that live on ITV4 and BT yeah. Sport. The world is watching. Twitter's gone up. There, there, there comes a time in your career, even if you have world-class skills, where you're going to fight fighters that have world-class skills as well. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna, sometimes it comes down to that grit, that determination as well, because, you know, when you're at that world-class level, if you're good enough to reach world-class level, the difference between each other is that much. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of times, the grit comes into play as well as the skills. So yeah. it's good to see how, fighters have them both. How difficult was it? Was it difficult at all fighting behind closed doors with, with no crowd? And could you hear Paulie and, and Bunsy commentating yeah. what they were saying about it? No, I couldn't hear anything. No, because they were about possible. two metres away yeah. from me. I, mean, I heard just murmurs in the background, but I was concentrating on my fight and she wanted that win. And I, yeah, it's true what you say there. I know there's someone out there who trains just as hard as me, who wants it just as much as me. So that's why I've got to train harder and want it more. So I know someone else that who's just probably younger than me. You also continue to improve. It's the hard work and you continue to improve. You know, see, I've seen through the years, I've seen so many kinds of people in the gyms. You know, you see, you do see guys who just work so hard. They don't get better. They just yeah. grit hard, hard work, work, yeah. work. And their whole mentality is work, work hard. But you've got to make sure you're not just working hard. You've got to make sure you're also working smart in that 
in that you're improving, your skills are improving, you know, your, your fundamentals are improving, your, 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 you know, your, your angles are improving, your punches are improving, you know, the way you're throwing them, the accuracy, the way you're setting them up. There's so much, so many levels to boxing. Working hard is the, fun, is the, is the basic foundation. You have to work hard. But then also you have to make sure that you're seeing improvements in your style, in your boxing. Yeah. Fight to fight, day to day in the gym, fight to fight, and that's and that, and that comes into play. That comes into play in reaching world class level. Where are your weaknesses then? Where does your dad tell you that your weaknesses are? Can you give them away? I work on them, so they disappear. And there's no weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> are there not yeah. any areas that you're just like, oh, that's what, that's you know well? Or do you know what? What kind of fighter do you look at and kind of not emulate their style, but you look at it and you really appreciate it? I like looking at Mohamed and Mike Tyson. They're the, the best ones I look at. I mean, so that's more, more than five minutes on YouTube. They get more than five minutes. I've got to study them well. I thought he was going to say Calzaghe. It's very, very overwhelming in some ways, you know? And he's got fast hands like him. I just like how aggressive Mike Tyson is, how he's always on there, and Mohamed Tyson, how he stays cool sometimes. I want to be like that, but hopefully one day. Man, that's, that's, a, that's a crazy merge because they're polar opposites, but you, when course. you put them I mean, together, you actually do get something. There's no direct imitation, but you take a little bit of here, you take a little bit of what you like here, a little bit of what you like here, and you know, you kind of try to merge it into your own personal style, you know, in the end, that's, you know, that's what you wind up. So what were you actually doing? You're not actually going to get up at four o'clock in the morning and train, are you? Is that a joke? When I get a, no, when I get a, a fight announcement, I'll start again. Not this morning, oh, okay. you're not, not leaving here. Tomorrow, <laughs> you might still be up at four o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I've been sleeping at 10 o'clock every single day for the past two months just to wake up at 4 a.m. So, yeah, so I'm messaging my friends, oh my god, I can't, can't message anymore. Which is easier during lockdown, isn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it, look, we have to, we have to sort of re-emphasize that as well, and we were saying it on the, on the show, is that it's such a strange time to be a boxer, because one, if you rewind six months, you didn't know who you're fighting next, where you're fighting next, yeah. even if you can leave the house and go training, you know, I mean, it's so difficult, and this, is, this isn't just a, a hobby, this is your life, yeah. this is your life. Actually, COVID is actually not realized it's helped me. I've had three fights to it in the past three months or two, four months. Callum um, was in August, wasn't it? Yeah, Callum was yeah. in August. So yeah, um, when uh, when I was with Frank Warren on the other hand, this is the reason why I had to leave him. I only had eight fights in three years with him. Right. He was not putting four me out. Years. I don't know why. Four, four years. Four years. With four him. years. Why was he not proactive? Uh, yeah. was contract when he's eighteen years old. Yeah, I signed when I was eighteen until okay. uh, age of twenty-one. I turned twenty-two. No fights. So, uh, why do you not see this fight? I don't understand. Don't this know, why, this why it's like uh, you, have, you have just a novice. It's still not a novice, uh, yeah. it's strong, but mm. novice because it's not because not many fights. Not many yeah. fights, so. He's been destroyed by, by, by promotion <laughs> because it's expensive. He signed contract, very, very good money. Oh, Zach, wait till he to prepare you. He's bankrupt, no money. Mm. He needs some money, he has good money to invest in good boxing. <laughs> 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 but I just agree, he doesn't like the warranty, you know, so That's bad experience. <laughs> Keeps it to heart, but yeah. Um, obviously, if you let me out more, who knows? I'd probably be maybe somewhere further now. Maybe I have a title, maybe I have the British title by now. But all comes in a good time, right? And uh, maybe now's the right time for it. How many fights do I want to have next year? COVID per permitting, I want as much as possible. You know, if I do get like a nice title, like a European or British title, you get like three fights here with them, and I'd be happy with that. Mm. I mean, look, you've, you've obviously mentioned the fight against Jack Cullen and, and other potential ones, but. You're not going to get to call, call someone straight out after you've got out the ring, but there must be others in that super middles that, that take your fancy that you I think is the room for you. Who do you want to take for sparring? You've been had very good speak, please. Oh, has been helping with sparring. Your question, question for the... <laughs> you should have got, got your dad a mic. <laughs> for the question about who I want to fight, um, one of the opponents who I beat, his name is Uma Sadiq. Yeah. He recently went up to Russia for the WBA gold 
global title, which is the second best before WBA. And he just lost in the 11th round with uh, his name Chudinov. Okay. Love to fight him. I love to fight him for the title. Who, Chudinov? Chudinov. Yeah. Chudinov, Chudinov, the one that fought Groves. Yeah. 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 There's two of them, isn't there? Yeah, There's two. Brothers, yeah. 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 So Chudinov for a title? Yeah, because he's got WBA. Uh, actually, I actually was offered that fight after my fight with Jack Collins, but because my eye was swollen, I didn't take it. But now I'm ready, so I'll Are take you in it. those rankings? Yeah, I'm, I'm able to fight him. The guy who I beat just fought him. So. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good fight. Or yeah. Like just stylistically, because Chudinov has a kind of search and destroy kind of style, and you've got the same, but with like a much better jab. Um, and yeah, I think that would just gel immediately. Like yeah. it, it would. That would be amazing. Well, I mean, the great thing now is that you know, hopefully those fights, and obviously further down the line, that they're on a boxer card. You know, and what what have you? I mean, did, did you watch the first? six boxes before this and yeah. what do you make of the actual event and the night itself it's so, it's so different I know, yeah. when the I crowd, with the crowd there's a lot more um, a lot more people happy shouting and I saw a lot of knockouts which uh, I love this type of show and then I went on it and it's a bit different obviously it's more quiet but yeah. it's still the knockout so the crowd encourages the knockouts yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean I that's the so. thing yeah. but I mean in, in terms of going forward how exciting is that going to be Paulie to have him you know, potentially fight for titles with us with the team all in front of him excited for him you know? I, I like to see Young guys accomplishing their dreams in this in this sport. You know, it's one of the more fun things about being a broadcaster and trend and you know, transitioning to broadcasting is seeing the young guys, you know, grow and go go up the ladder, climb the ladder, and then accomplish these big goals, these big dreams. You know, it's it's a it's a feeling of emotion that is you know kind of hard to explain um, in words, but they'll know what I mean when they get that when they get to that level. It's a warning to Ben, isn't it? Because like Warren didn't work out for him. So and him and his dad are gonna be there. Ben, you better get these fights. Now he's here. Yeah, now he's here at Box and Ben's Ben's gonna be under pressure. But you've had two fights tonight. Yeah. It's late. Yeah. Probably gotta do your run in the morning anyway. <laughs> so we'll let you go, we'll release you. It's been a, a pleasure having you. Yeah, well done, Thank you very much, yeah. Thank you. Cheers, Zach. Grazie mille. Well done, mate.